G.K. Chesterton was a famous English apologist, and I would say the greatest amateur theologian in history. When people asked him the reason why he was Catholic, he had this answer for them, because it reconciles the greatest set of contradictions. By that, he meant that the Christian faith allows us to understand and accept both the saintliness and the sinfulness of mankind that men and women are capable of great love and compassion, yet also vicious hatred and cruelty, that humanity can rise to incredible heights of intellectual and scientific understanding, yet can also behave with comical stupidity, and that we have this ability to create and to contemplate the most sublime things, yet we can also occupy ourselves with the most childish nonsense. To Chesterton, the curious mix of dignity and depravity in mankind can only be explained by this belief that we were created by a just and loving God, crafted in his own image and destined for an eternity with him. But through our fault, we have fallen into sin and we struggle now to reconnect ourselves to our Father in heaven. We live now in the midst of that contradiction, in the paradox between the dignity of dignity of our creation, and the shamefulness of our fall. And that contradiction replicates itself in our virtues and our vices, in our successes and our sins, our insights and our ignorance, our loves and our hate, our faith and our doubts. So it should be no surprise to us that when God chose to save the human race by sending his only begotten son into the world, he would do so in a way that will strike us as a kind of contradiction. And so we are told of a virgin who is with child, of a king laid in a manger, of a star over the backwater town of Bethlehem, of shepherds tending to their flocks, receiving this news from the angels before even kings and priests. Yet it's in these contradictions that we rejoice, that the God of the universe would identify himself first and foremost with the poor and the lowly, with the ignored and the outcast, that he would enter the world in humility where he was least expected to be found, and that ultimately God would choose the weak things of the world to be the instruments and herald of his incarnation, because then we know that the message of hope is truly meant for us, that our God is a God of love, not of power, such that we can truly say he is called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Merry Christmas, everyone. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.